0: right right you're mentioning now that you're an editor so like what how I mean besides I assume a lot of your time is now not spent writing it's more yeah literally editing and and is a lot of your time spent like I don't want to call it networking but building relationships like you said with these different entity or you know of course artist managers or you know PR and that kind of thing
1: yeah a lot of um a good chunk of my time is just like you know either people who want to meet with me or uh or some or someone in my in you know like in the team would be like hey you should meet with like so-and-so's team and just like you know put a face to the name that kind of thing Mm. so they know you and i think that not so i mean maybe that's the way that that k-pop is in korea Mm-hmm. um that's not that wasn't my experience when i was covering k-pop but in the latin world like a lot of it is like you know it is very networky it is very like who you know it mm. is very like um like oh do you want an interview with bad bunny well then maybe you have to cover all these other artists you know or, or you have to have like a good relationship with you know like the chain and interesting so so yeah I um
2: mm-hmm,
1: so sometimes it's kind of like you know um f- just was it yesterday yesterday I took a call with like um one of the reps of I don't know if I'm going to say this right but it's T1 uh, one nine. yeah
0: yeah Yeah yeah
1: mm-hmm. because they're 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 a, they're a Latin American um pub, like they're publicists the, the the they're 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 Latinos so and and they're their clients so it was like I took a call with them and like hopefully we'll do cool stuff with that but but yeah a lot of sometimes yeah when people are like oh why don't you write it's because I don't have time to write I did an interview last Friday I haven't even opened it like I haven't even listened it back to it oh it's it's in my sorry it's like I'm seeing it right now in my (laughs) in my minimized tabs Mm -hmm, like I just haven't had the time to like even transcribe that interview, but it was a really cool interview. I I did it because I wanted to do it. So mm. hopefully that'll get, uh, it'll eventually come out. That's kind of
0: cool. Like now that you're in the editor position, you can be like, ah, if I want to do the interview, like, and yeah. I think it works, like I don't have to go through anybody. It's just me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty to cool. be honest,
1: um, I went on a press trip a few weeks, uh, no, last month. Mm-hmm. And I was there with mostly like staff writers Mm-hmm. and it was it there was a mess with the interviews and like there weren't any interviews given so a lot of stressed out people and then I was just like well I'm the editor I don't give a shit <laughs> I don't. it's like, like okay I won't publish an interview that's fine I'm gonna enjoy Vegas that's fine but like yeah. everyone else had deadlines everyone else had you know like they had to come back with the story they had to come back with like an Instagram live and nothing happened and then I was just chilling I was like oh I was like it's fine the perks of being an editor yeah, yeah. i'm not curing cancer here <laughs> <laughs> is is it a goal
0: of yours tasia to maybe be an editor one day
2: uh, i think i would like it because mm-hmm. i like i like editing my own drafts ah I, think see. I would like it. And I, I like to have, like have more independence like choosing what I'm going to write and not depending on someone else like please accept my pitch, you know. <laughs>
0: right, right. Well, that's okay. Yeah, that okay. brings me to my my next thing. Um when you were talking about Stray Kids, you said it or the Stray Kids mm-hmm. Australian Rolling Stone interview, it took eight mo- or nearly a year for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um so when you go to JYP and you say, "Hey, I would like to write about your group in this context." but you don't know who it's going to go to yet. How do you like, and they're like, like, which uh, really the question is, which comes first, the securing the interview or the story pitch and then going to the artist and like getting the interview?
2: if, Um, If that makes sense. Well, for me, I would never pitch an artist that I don't know how to reach out to, that I don't know the PR. Mm-hmm. because if I get that pitch accepted by an outlet, how will I reach out to the artist? So, right. Okay. Yeah, I always I always know who I will reach out to to talk to the artist.
0: Okay. So you reach out to the artist first, and you say, like, I'm going to pitch it to this outlet.
2: Depends. Okay. It depends, because sometimes I already know the PR, so I know who I will reach out to in case yeah. the pitch gets accepted. Uh, but okay. some sometimes i'm i have to reach out to, i have to like try to find the pr and be like hey would you would they be up to mm. yeah.
0: how do you find the PR? let's say you don't know anybody Ooh. like how do you do that
2: <laughs> Google, <laughs> lots of research
0: yeah uh <laughs> scoping like through the linkedin you know realms and oh, i see oh interesting or I, I'm sure there's also probably databases. I don't know about K-pop, but there's databases and stuff like that.
1: Um, I wouldn't say databases, but sometimes there are networks of people who, you know, like Facebook groups and stuff like that, who will share that kind of um, information. Oh, really? but, um, but honestly, it's like one of those things where it's like, um, yeah, like it's part of your job, right? Like building this relationship, be- building this like rapport. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like you pick, it's kind of, yeah, it's like of th- Tati and I have talked about this extensively mm-hmm. about like who you share your contacts with. Um, and because, you know, sometimes there are, there are, um, sometimes you pick up a, a contact based on like a dot com, right? Or someone has it on their Twitter or their Instagram. But sometimes you like, you really have to dig dig in and mm. maybe you don't want to give up that contact just to like anyone who's asking for it you know mm. but but I will give my contacts to Tasia for example because we're That's colleagues nice. and we know each other so <laughs> there <laughs> th- so there is a lot of exchange of that but but it goes back to like building that community with like not only friends but like colleagues uh, out of respect for each other's work mm. and time so mm. so yeah but it just it depends it, it does depend Um, that's actually
0: on on sorry go ahead
1: no no i'm just saying it depends
0: (laughs) okay yeah but um so so you said you don't willingly give up i'm 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 the type of person who like likes i like to connect people and like make these little connections and stuff and i think it's fun and more and more these days I'm becoming more uh discerning of what kinds of connections i like to make um or i'd like to you know do it just because someone asks doesn't mean that they will get it type thing um so how do you make sure you know well I, I, like you said you guys are colleagues and you you know trust each other you respect each other's work um but have there ever in what cases have there been times where you're like mm, i don't really know if i want to just give you that you know option
1: Mm, for me it sounds petty, but I've thought about this extensively, uh-huh. and I feel like a big one for me is that they don't follow me on Twitter, and I know this is sound. I know this sounds petty, but this is my reasoning. It's like if you don't follow me on Twitter, you probably are. How are you acquainted with my work and with me? So, um, so why would you reach out to a person? asking for something off of them Mm -hmm. if if it's not coming from a place of just like using you you know or like step Mm -hmm. or using you as like a stepping stone and Mm -hmm. I'm not into that um Mm -hmm. if you I mean journalists like we're we just want to be told that you know we just want to be complimented so it's like (laughs) if you spend a day DMing me about a funny tweet that I did or something and then A month down the line, you're like, oh, I really want to write. You know, it's not that complicated to just be a genuine person. You know, it's like (laughs) there are so many journalists out there and pick one that you really that you actually look up to or not even look up to, but enjoy their work or enjoy how they go about things and just like develop a, a relationship with them. Like you don't you like, yes, this is like an exchange and like it's not about gatekeeping, but it's like you don't owe random people anything Mm -hmm. you know it's like if I like because I I mean I help a lot of people with contacts and stuff like that or just like or with pitching and and it's like you just have to be like a nice person and just like Mm -hmm. be genuine and be interested and it goes back to there's so many people it's like why why are you reaching out to me for Mm -hmm. this you know and do you see me as you know easy to contact Mm -hmm. or you know Mm -hmm. so it's just one of those things and it's like um yeah i don't know it's just like it just depends it's just be a nice person
0: right right you know it's so funny you said spend like a day dming me about a (laughs) fight. your twitter is also very uh very um honest and funny as well um (laughs) it is but uh you know speaking of complimenting i did want to point out uh when i was researching um your recent work with remezcla um at lexis and i was going through i think an interview you did with a panamanian panamanian artist Uh, yeah such i had no idea that reggaeton came from like came from black panamanian like artists and like uh yeah well like okay go ahead Uh uh-huh
1: well, I, I mean, I'm not a reggaeton historian or anything like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. This is knowledge that I've learned out of mm-hmm. many other people who are. But yeah, um, how reggaeton started was basically these Panamanian artists who were translating reggae, reggae mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. from Jamaica. Mm-hmm. They would take these songs and they would just translate them into Spanish, and um, and eventually they started doing their own songs um it it uh, it, there's a lot of parallels with like hip-hop in that that it's did start you know with like people um you know with like how would i describe it like maybe with like lower socioeconomic um situations and just like you know and um you know in the streets or whatever Mm, mm -hmm. and just create something out of the struggle and 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 yeah and now it's like basically pop music you're like right. hip-hop there's a lot right. of that's uh, a lot of yeah
0: right i see yeah, I yeah and eventually
1: yeah and eventually it made its way to well it went from like panama to mm-hmm. new york to uh-huh. puerto rico ah uh, okay okay and oh. and that's like the reggaeton that we know like puerto rico well now the colombia's yeah. reggaeton which is more pop but just, that's just right. like, like it's cycle. but yeah <gasps> Interesting. Yeah, I learned
0: so much from from that. I I felt like one of those people that was like so like ignorant to things, and they're just like, "Oh, I never knew," and you're just like, "Yep, yeah, that's the thing." Um, <laughs> that's how I felt when reading that. No,
1: I mean, why why would you know? You know, it's like one of those things <laughs> that, that it's specific,
2: just like, that, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah i guess like well you think you're like diverse in what you know and then you realize that you oh, just don't know anything yeah. that's kind Not of what always. i was that was the, the <laughs> epiphany i had um and i guess before we kind of wrap up and go into um this last little segment um tasia you know being from brazil mm-hmm. writing about k-pop um and i think within the k-pop realm it's very um I guess seemingly well known that brazilian fans are very passionate and like oh. um and you know with the fan chants and you know just in mm. general um was have you actually you know i never asked have you ever been to a k-pop concert in brazil yeah
2: have i oh yeah yes of course uh-huh, uh-huh. Of course I have. <laughs> yeah yeah of course <laughs> what I was, like, what was the so concert <laughs> uh-huh well the like my first my actual first k-pop concert was in brazil and it was music bank so oh, okay. it was I, it was like a really great lineup because it was it was shiny cm blue um wow who else was it infinite yeah. uh was it like 2 p.m infinite no it wasn't mm. it wasn't, wasn't the remember. one in chile, it was chile? M-, m black as well ailey and wow. B A P, yes.
0: Wow. Yeah. That just so hearing that sounds like a long time, long, long time ago. It was 2014.
2: <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> I was thinking like 2012. I was like, dang, that sounds like a long time ago. <laughs> hearing those acts. Sorry, I'm dating. I, I'm making myself <laughs> sound very new. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but okay. So when you, okay, actually. And the Brazilian K-pop journalism scene, are there a lot of Brazilian, or, you know, like, what is that scene like? Are you familiar with it and that kind of thing?
2: Um, I have some friends who write about K-pop in Brazil, but it's quite different from here. Um, My Mm. friends, they usually write for big portals, usually big news portals. Um, And I don't think... Well, I have one friend who writes for L L Mm. magazine and another big magazine as well in Brazil. Mm -hmm. Um, But they are not as open to freelancers as American and British media is. So that's a really big difference. Yeah.
0: I see. Are they open to have like do they well are they are these brazilian outlets as open to just having k-pop being written about in general within the context of- um okay. i
2: think nowadays they are opening up more because they see how many fans k-pop has but mm-hmm. it was really hard and also the brazilian fan in my view isn't as connected to text and interviews written stuff as mm-hmm. they are to like video interviews mm-hmm. or video stuff like youtubers are really big in brazil there mm-hmm. there are many big k-pop wow. youtubers in brazil and stuff like that mm-hmm. but they don't usually do interviews because it's harder to get access i guess
0: ah uh, i see okay that makes sense oh that's interesting actually and, and then mm-hmm. you mentioning that made me think of uh hello 82 and how their focus is very much on, I mean, it's on international, but it is very focused on like the Latin American, or sorry, Mm -hmm. Latin Latina world um, with the Spanish, sorry, sorry, (laughs) the Spanish and the you know Portuguese sort of um, content that they they put out there, um, Mm -hmm. which is um, interesting. Um, Thank you for explaining that. And uh, thank you guys both for, oh, actually, before we get into the last part, actually, I wrote this down. Uh, What is a question or what is something that, whether it's, what is something you want people to wish, wish more people knew about the music journalism world um, that they don't know? Or what is like a question that you wish you were asked more that usually you're not asked uh, both of you. Let's start with Alexis.
2: Oh, wow. Let
1: me, let me, let me pick one. There are many things (laughs) that, yeah. I think just overall it's, I don't know. I, I, overall i would like i'm not saying that they should i'm saying Mm -hmm. i would like the average person like not just k-pop fans just like the average person to be a little bit more to have a little better understanding of like media literacy because you will see you know We've seen it like on Twitter, right? Like just people like docpiling on journalists and stuff like that mm-hmm. because they just don't understand um, how it works. And it's things that I will read or I will notice. And to me, it's kind of like like this is like so basic. Like why? Do- and but but then it's kind of like well, I went to school for it, and I it was something that I was interested in, so that's mm-hmm. what I know. But you know, it's kind of like. That thing of like taking a step back and being like, well, no, not everyone is in your bubble. Right. But um I remember the, the, the one that I just found honestly ridiculous was mm-hmm. there was this one instance where this journalist interviewed this group and um she quoted some of the members, but not all of them. Um... And they dogpiled on her because like, you're excluding them. You're right. an nancy. You're yeah. a nancy no sometimes mm. when you're in an interview um some some members don't speak or they right. rely on others to you know it, and it could be like a multitude of, of of explanations behind why a member doesn't speak you know right and i don't and it's not the journalist's responsibility to get everyone's voice in it especially mm. when you're talking to like nine dudes nine people yeah so it's like, you know, like, um, I think that what fans need to know is that when a journalist is going into an interview and writing an article, the priority is the article. And sometimes, you know, if a member only says, I like it you're not gonna include that as a quote just to include that person because it mm-hmm. doesn't add anything to your story. And, um, but yeah, but there's, you know, this culture in K-pop where it's like this us against the world thing or mm-hmm. something like that. where like, everyone's against us. And it's kind of like, well, not necessarily, not all the time. And And yeah, or, you know, we'll see it with like the headlines or just like, you know, talking about other groups and you know referencing other groups in your article that is not the 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 group that you're interviewing and things like yeah. that and um just stuff like that that it's like chill like i know that there i mean i know that there have been examples of just like horrible journalism and horrible journalists mm-hmm. but it's like it's not all the time that mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. so it's just like a little media uh, uh, a little media literacy, a little <laughs> media literacy would go a long way, I feel like, yeah, that
0: definitely makes sense i I yeah. agree with that I'm not a journalist, but i I see what you're talking about <laughs> for sure uh Tasia, what about you? Uh,
2: there are so many things <laughs> I'm thinking, <laughs> but um going I think going back to what Alexis was talking about. Mm-hmm um people who some people think that it's like really glamorous like to interview oh. your idols and blah, blah blah but it's not like that and it's a job and i'm all usually very um cautious with people who want to get into this because i think you would need mm-hmm. to have a bigger reason than oh, i just want to talk to my faves you know right and I you think... will get burned out pretty yeah. quickly if that's yeah. if that's, that's your, your goal. goal. Yeah, mm. you will see that it's it's not what it seems. Yeah,
1: you'll get uh... disappointed really quickly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, and also, like, don't use people if you want to get in in this mm. thing. Exactly mm. what Alexis said. Like, why would I help you if you don't even know me if you don't even care about me why would mm-hmm. i invite you into something that i have to work really hard to achieve as well you know like i need to have a, like a really good reason to help someone mm-hmm. which is usually i like this person <laughs> mm-hmm. so i see
1: i have a big yeah. one too uh-huh. understanding that journalism is not um activism mm-hmm. journalism can be mm-hmm. activism but mm-hmm. it's by default, it's not activism. And um, I feel like sometimes people feel like, you know, as a journalist, like you have to um go in and barge in and ask, yeah. like, why are you doing this and that, or you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that, or 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 whenever something happens and um negative to a group, and then you have like all these mentions, like, why aren't you covering it? And it's like hold on i'm a freelancer I'm, you know like, <laughs> hold on you know so so yeah i mean i don't know i feel like maybe it's a, a lot to ask of a person to like care about a journalist but it's just like you know sometimes you just see things online that you're just like wow when did i stop being a person you know like,
0: <laughs> right like, <laughs> it's a lot to ask somebody to care about a person you know, sometimes like
2: a person. i really don't understand because the the people on others they can't even click on your profile and read your latest tweets so they would see that you're a k-pop fan and that you're not like hating Mm.
1: i've got i've gotten i've gotten pushback from people who you know like maybe went have gone after me over articles that i didn't write so that's a big one yeah (laughs) how how does that work i
0: don't know wow Wow. Well, I feel like that's the, maybe that's a whole other you know episode to have is five things. Let's go through each of them like that. We wish you know you wish I mean people just appreciated or knew more about or you know cared more about in terms of music journalism and mm-hmm. journalists themselves. Um, but there's but a I lot think of stuff. yeah, <laughs> there's a lot. I, I'm sure there 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 can be. But I appreciate you guys sharing those two or three things because. It's very important. Um, you guys are people, as people are listening to this, if you're listening to this. Uh, Alexis and Tasia, they are, in fact, people. Um, so <laughs> treat them as such. Um, they have feelings as well. But um, I think I I thoroughly enjoy both of your works, and um, I enjoyed reading that and I enjoyed researching you guys for this. Um, and one of the things, just aside from your work, I've noticed, um, and I think recently, Tasia, I realized this, but I know, Alexis, you'll post a lot of stories about like being a son in – virgo and a moon and scorpio and all that stuff you guys are both very into zodiac um or astrology sort of things um which i think is really cool and i've sort of started to like you know pay attention to it pattern co-star and all that good stuff um first of all i would love to oh i guess i'll introduce this to people that are listening Um, i would love to because we are an online concert company um i would love to have you guys based on your zodiac sign um Think of or describe your perfect online concert experience um, or concert like setup. Like, you know, if you're a Scorpio, like, does the mood need to be like dark and red and sultry? Or like, you know, if you're a Gemini, does it need to have two different colors of the room because you're, you know, I guess two-faced, I don't know. But um, (laughs) I would love for you guys to describe it. If you want to draw it, you can, but or if you just want to kind of describe it, um, you can do that as well. So uh, what do you guys prefer to do? Or right, off the top of your head, it's okay.
2: i can describe it we're writers okay okay you you are writers so you can
0: describe it okay um actually before we even do that i would love to know how did you guys both get into astrology and like what is your like how how, you know do you actually let it carry into your life um and that's fine if it does i'm just curious uh tasia um i guess in brazil it's
2: quite common to just know your sun sign and Mm -hmm. and so i i've known it since i was a kid and i always identified with it because i'm a pisces sun and i've always been like kind of dreamy and Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i've always kind of identified with it but Mm -hmm. as i grew i've always been interested in stuff like that Mm. mystical stuff Mm -hmm. interested Mm -hmm. so i researched more and then i learned that you have like a whole birth chart it's not just your sun sign and right the more i read the more i got interested about and to me like some people don't like this definition but to me astrology is like a language and mm-hmm. it, it kind of helps me to translate some stuff to make sense of some stuff and also helps me to see that everything has a beginning and a middle and an end. It's always a phase and things affecting.
0: Ah. Oh, like like actual, like the, like, let's say it's a mercury and retrograde. There's always a beginning, mm-hmm. middle, and yeah, end.
2: Yeah, it's a phase and it's hitting certain points in your chart and certain things might happen.
0: Oh, that's really cool. That's yeah. an interesting way to think about it. And also think of mm-hmm. it as like a language as well. That's cool. Um, and Alexis, what about you?
1: Um, I think that, um, similar to Tasia, it's, like, um, in, like, Latin America, we have, like, this very famous figure that is Walter Mercado, and it was, like, <laughs> this man who was on, like, all the morning shows, and his thing was, like, like he was a showman, but it was all about astrology, and he would, like, mm. give you your 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 zodiac like weekly or whenever he came up or or Mm -hmm. you would open the magazines and he would have like his column you know and it was like your zodiac so it's always been like something like in the culture um Mm -hmm. and but it but i wouldn't say that it was something that i you know quote unquote took seriously it was just like mm-hmm. you know something that you knew like oh yeah you're a Capricorn and that's it yeah but I feel like being like you know like the Tumblr generation like you just were always exposed to it yeah. or even now and or even in on Twitter um, mm-hmm. I feel like I got more exposed to it on Twitter That is just like you know people explaining and everything and then um, I always say that I'm <laughs> I think I'm better at just like cosplaying as an astrology bitch than actually being one, but because honestly, I'm more into it for the memes. Like I really like the memes yeah, really that come out of it more than yeah. like. I mean, because it it is it is com- I mean, at least to me, it's complicated and it's so it's layered. And then when you yeah. think you got it down, it's like, well, where is your mm. Venus and shit? Like, yeah, whatever <laughs> house. And I'm like, okay. <laughs>
0: I hold get. on you know this uh-huh. is like
1: too much but um I think that my approach to astrology is like um it's kind of like um you know re- kind of like how if you if you believe in like religion or like you know loss of attraction or like karma it's yeah. like it ha- like you give it the power right yeah. and um and so it's like I don't necessarily think Think that, you know, like, oh, it's a, down to a science, and it's like, you know, mm-hmm. I believe it a thousand percent, but A, it's fun. And B, it's like how what Tasia was saying, you know, like there is that sense of like comfort of mm-hmm. knowing, you know, like, oh, this explains why mm-hmm. I'm like this, you know, that then that's kind of like how I related back to like maybe religion, because like just like knowing that there's a purpose for things, like that right. can be comforting, you know. So it's like, So yeah, um, astrology, like, I'm sorry, (laughs) like, I like I have friends who, you know, will say like, you know, like, oh, well, it's because i'm a pisces and that's it and it's like well, well no like you you can't just that, yeah. like that's not a that's not an excuse not how,
2: that's astrology is not an excuse for anything <laughs> yeah
1: just... exactly but i have friends for who are will be yeah. like you know you gotta work on your problems like, no i can't i'm a pisces and it's like oh no, really or it's like hey, you know like pick something. No, I can't. I'm a Libra. It's like, no, <laughs> you have to. So, but, so it, it's just to be honest at the end of the day, to me, it was just fun. And mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, it's a way to, that you can relate to people also. Mm-hmm. And yeah. bringing it back to your question about like the K-pop concert, because I'm a Capricorn, my son is in Capricorn. Um, I am a micromanager. So, um, you know, let's put as an example, like the SM ones. Like I want fans to have like a mute button so you can't hear them and you can just like mute them. And yes, I would like that. and also I would like for like the chats with to have like a structure and not just like take up a, a half an hour and it's like you could have done three songs instead of mm-hmm. just like not talking yeah. about anything. You know, it's like uh... I I'm methodical. I need I I need like in a concert, I need you know structure that's how I like my 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 concerts ah (laughs) that's so interesting
0: well for people who don't know she's referencing you're referencing beyond live or sn jyp's uh online concert venture um yeah oh so so during the concert there are there these little chats with like the fans I guess Mm -hmm. sometimes and then also uh yeah so like you said they can mute and I'm I'm surprised they don't have like a mute but because like that could get messy
1: i mean honestly i haven't really seen the latest ones uh-huh. i hope they got it together but from my memory it's like um yeah they're very you know you can hear them and it's like uh-huh. i don't you know i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to i
0: feel that i feel that okay and you would rather more songs that makes sense it Makes yeah. sense. yeah yeah rather than 30 minutes of chat um okay interesting that is a very point uh uh, interesting way to describe your Capricorn tendencies and what you prefer (laughs) Uh, thank you for that um Tasia what about you as a Pisces what would you prefer and your online concert experience
2: I I actually agree like 100% with Alexa (laughs) oh really (laughs) that's probably because I have a lot of planets in Capricorn as well so Mm. that influences me Mm. um but yeah one of the things that I was going to say is that I think that chat times should be smaller when i'm watching a concert i want to Mm. see the musics and i want to see them performing so if you want to leave like the chatting with fans for the end that would be better or just smaller parts um as a pisces i like stuff that takes me to a a trip like yeah kind of like the travel Mm. like maybe a storytelling stuff, something that I can get immersed into, something that right. tells stories, something that surprises me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, my favorite concerts online that I've watched were the ones that had like more songs than talking mm-hmm. and unexpected songs as well, unexpected um, unexpected tracklist, I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: So you like I feel like you probably also like like the sort of the XR sort of like otherworldly sort of like, you know, just like you said a little bit more elevated um, storylines and you know, you kind of have to think through Oh, what's what does that mean? Or how does that connect? Um, and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, um, I like that, mm-hmm. but
2: not like too elaborate. But I also mm-hmm. like Storylines that make sense. You can't just invent anything just to make it a story. I like stories that have (laughs) beginning, middle, and end.
0: (laughs) Ah, there we go. Beginning, middle, and end. It's a phase. You know that made me think of like uh, Monster X on their their last like in person tour. It was like I think you went to that, Alexis, as well. But they had like uh, they were like the seven deadly sins, and so like each. Each member was like, one was lust, one was, you know, gluttony, one was blah, blah, blah. Anyway, that was a very easy to understand story um, that, um, I don't know, it just made me think of that. Um, but anyway. um no, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. It I was don't really remember
1: that, yeah. but like, what is, ta- <laughs> what is time anymore? I don't know.
0: I think it might be connected also to, they have some sort of lore involved in theirs, I guess. They they're, they're... do have
2: a story going on. Yeah, yeah. Know.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't really know it either, to be honest. Um, but it's another dimension, as there always is. But either way, um, thank you guys both for explaining your Zodiac uh, setup. Oh, but, by the way, like, what and would so you... so much more. And so much more. <laughs> what is your, like, choice, like, snack or drink to have with you while watching?
1: Uh, ooh. Um, I've known to enjoy a white claw or two okay <laughs> during these because for me they're like at 11 on a saturday
2: right. <laughs> I, I will be very boring because for me they're usually like 6 a.m <laughs> <8 a. m. laughs> so not, not drinking anything exciting like water <laughs> Water. <having breakfast. laughs> wholesome fruit yeah
0: very very wholesome wow (laughs) that's probably better i I would probably go with alexis's uh method as well (laughs) maybe a little bit of soju or white wine or something like that in there probably um nice well thank you guys for sharing that before we end can you guys tell people where they can find you on les socials uh and tasia you can go first um
2: my handle both Twitter and Instagram is underline Tassia underline A. Tassia is T A S S I A. I hope that made sense.
0: That <laughs> also, where can people like find your work if they want to?
2: Oh, it's, um, I have a link on, on my Instagram. You, you can click on the link in the bio and on Twitter mm-hmm. as well, but it's mm-hmm. also Tassia underline ACs at ta- contently, dot contently.com. Mm, yeah.
0: Nice. It, it, contently is like a it's it's what it is. it's like it's it's to kind of put everything into one portfolio yeah portfolio yeah Mm -hmm. that makes sense okay thank you tasia and alexis where can people find you
1: people can find me on my twitter and my instagram it's at h o e underscore d o y a n and my work is um is also linked on my instagram i mean no not my instagram on my twitter (laughs) But it's, I also have a content page. So it's alexishodoyan.contently.com. Hodoyan is H-O-D-O-Y-A-N. But if you just go to my Twitter, there's the link. Um, I also have a muckrack rack, um, mm-hmm. but I don't really use it. But I had to recently because I had to like tell people like, these are not my articles, please take them off. Oh, so, and then they verified me, and I was like, "What is this? Is this a Ooh. thing? I don't know." But it's there also cool. because I, I feel like you're I, the only I, person who asked me about my Muckrack, and so I finally
2: looked into it. Because Muckrack, they create a profile for you. Yeah, you, yeah. You don't create anything; they create mm-hmm. a profile for you. And I also had to contact them because they were linking an article that wasn't mine. So yeah, I I don't use Muckrack, but there's also my profile there
1: yeah someone told Ah. me to use it to like to so I could get PR pitches and I was like fine and then I went in and it was like oh like everything I've ever written is in there but (laughs) stuff that I didn't write so but but constantly that's where all my stuff that I want you to see is yeah
0: (laughs) that's so interesting I don't know they made a profile for I thought you guys were like controlling that No.
1: no no they make it
0: Wow! Wow! They, so they control <laughs> like they have tabs on like every journalist, basically. I guess so.
1: And then you go in and you like claim it,
0: and then wow. it's like
1: okay, now you have a page, and now you can like you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that's sick.
0: yeah. Oh, so you can be oh. Uh, maybe
2: you have your own mug rack there.
0: <laughs> I can assure you I do not have my own mug rack. I, am, I have written five articles, and one was <laughs> like three years ago. Anyway, uh, but I, maybe I could look that up. I'll, I'll try to. Um, but thank you guys so much for being guests on today's podcast. I really appreciate your time. Um, and I know it's super late for you, uh, Tasia, so we'll let you get to sleep. Um, and Alexis, let you get to head in the clouds, which we did not talk about, but that's, I'm sure it'll be very, very fun. Um, and if you're listening to this, you can check out the video interview on uh, Venue Live's YouTube, and we are also on all podcast platforms if you're watching it on our YouTube. Also, you can follow this podcast um, on Twitter and Instagram at RevTheStagePod, and of course, look out for all the concerts that Venue Live has coming up in November, because there's a lot of concerts, so uh, make sure to keep track of that, and I think that's it. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Tasia. Thank you, Alexis, and we thank will you see you. Thank you for having us.
2: Yeah, thank you for having us. It was yes, a
0: pleasure. Yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> thank you guys. And we'll see you next time. Bye bye. <laughs>